Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Scent with Emphasis. The sun is out. The vibes are fucking high. It's summertime, people. And what better way to enjoy summertime than with a little Scent with Emphasis episode on summertime? I mean, it's perfect. I feel like the end of May is kind of go time for everybody. And the end of May for me is truthfully one of my favorite times of summer because you're not so knee deep into the craziness of the summer routine. It's not scorching hot yet. I don't know. It just feels like you're looking ahead to summer more and you're more excited for the plans and what's to come than you are stressed out and feeling like you need to make the most of it all the time. I don't know. Something about May is great. So we're still in May. I think it's the last day of the month today when this is going to come out. So you know what? Enjoy it while you can. Early June is great too. I just really love summer. Okay. I'm clearly on one this morning. I'm kind of rambling already, but I am recording this podcast in the like blanket closet in <laughs> in my basement in my house. So I moved out of my college house, which is sad, but it is nice to, you know, live in a house that has AC now and doesn't have mice in the wall. It's really just kind of an upgrade, but it's weird because I don't have my set routine yet and that's something I'm kind of struggling with. And for instance, that's why this episode is going to be posted later because one, I don't have my studio anymore. So I'm trying to navigate where to record without my entire family hearing me. And well, the sound is still good because I don't want to just sit in my room and record. I want it to still sound good. I want to still stick with that routine. So with that, I'm kind of figuring all of it out. And also, I think that this has been my first week of summer because it still has been crazy. I know I say that every time I start these podcasts, I'm like, you guys, life has just been fucking crazy. But seriously, it has been. And now it's finally starting to just slow down a little, which I've been really looking forward to just taking a break, getting into some healthy habits again and, you know, drink a little less from here and there. But that didn't happen this weekend. So this past week, there was a lot of people who were leaving my college town, moving out. So I was there for the beginning half of it. One of my roommates moved out, which was sad. But all the days before, we did some roomy stuff. You know, we went to a brewer game. We got dinner. We were just kind of together all day. So it wasn't stuff I wanted to miss. And then Thursday, Friday, two of my college roommates came home with me and we basically just chilled on the lake. We drank a lot, went out to the local bars here, you know, just the whole hometown spiel, which was super fun. And then Saturday was a fucking marathon, genuinely. So Saturday, we had something called the amazing race. And one of our friends pretty much puts it all together. And the best way I can describe it is it's like a citywide drinking relay race slash scavenger hunt. I I don't know. So I think about 20 of us did it, 25. And we're all into teams. So there's five teams of us. And basically what happens is there's clues in different bars and different locations throughout the city. And we have to hit all these clues and go to all these places. And once you're done, you win. So we got there at 2 o'clock, 2.30 maybe. Meg, the girl who did it, shout out Meg, love you. You're the absolute best. She sent out this whole document of these rules and she's like, 
this is fucking serious. Like, we're not messing around. You have to show up by this time. Read these rules. You get an extra point. Like, she was all in. Because last year when we did it, it was all organized too. But we showed up late and it was just less structured. And Meg is like, if I'm putting in this work, you guys are showing up. And we're like, hell yeah. Oh, Captain, my captain. We're fucking listening to you, Meg. So we show up at like 2.30. The game started at 2.45. So we started with kind of a beer pong-ish game. So each team was lined up on their own beer pong table and we had to make it in the cup. And each cup was filled to the top with beer. So it wasn't just like a little beer, like a little flip cup moment. No, it was filled to the absolute brim. And on the bottom of one of the cups, I think there were six, on the bottom of one of them was a clue. So it was our very first clue. And you had to make the ball in that cup and drink it before you could get your clue. And you didn't know, obviously, which cup the clue was underneath. And once you found that clue, you had to drink all of the other cups too. So we're just slamming these beers. And also, it is 80 degrees out. Our shirts are black. Oh, yeah, we had matching shirts. They they looked great. But we had these black shirts. It was 80 degrees already. So 2 o'clock, that's like kind of one of the hottest times of the day. So we're already dripping sweat just standing out there, more or less having to make this pong ball in this cup and then chug the whole beer and look for the clue. Our group found our clue fairly quick. I think it only took us about two minutes to get the right cup with the clue on it. So then we took all of our beer right away. One of my group members is throwing up. So we're like, okay, here we go. This is not going to be good, but we fucking got this. So we got the clue and it was something along the lines of you. Actually, you know what? Let me read it for you guys. Okay, so the first clue said, I hope you found some luck. Now, just like the Bucks, supply your team with what you need. Send photo to Meg for your next clue. So when you're reading this and you're already drunk or buzzed or whatever you are after chugging six full cups of beer and the sun is beating down on you. And also while you're reading this, like you're running because this is a full on race and everyone is all in. Everyone's super competitive. We're racing against each other. So we just started running and any which direction because we didn't even know so then we kind of put it together we're like okay the bucks milwaukee bucks shooters we need shooters for the race because it's a drinking race so then we're like it's probably shooters whatever so we run to our nearest liquor store and we get a thing of shooters and the guy who's checking us out is just laughing because every place we're running into we're all wearing these matching shirts we're dripping sweat most teams have eye black on like We just look in distraught and we're sprinting in too. Like we're running past all the people who are just walking in, you know, grabbing a nice case of bush light. We're fucking bolting past them to get these damn shooters. So we get in, we get the shooters, we send a photo to Meg. Bang, we got it right. So then she texts us our next clue and it was like, show some pride and take a picture with our school's mascot, like the nearest one you can find. So then we sprinted to that. But before we did that, we had to take our shooters in front of it and we had to take a photo of that. And then once we did that, so you see what I mean? Like it's just a lot of drinking and clues. Then once this was done, it's kind of when the scavenger hunt or relay part of it started, I would say. So after we took a photo in front of our mascot, shout out Bucky, love you. We got our clue and it was for the first bar and then the rest of the clues kind of led us to different bars so it was like party like it's your birthday do what you will with this clue or something like that so we ran to our birthday bar 
And then right when we got in there, the bartenders are basically expecting us at all of these bars, which is hilarious. So we're sprinting in and he's like, what team are you? And we're like, we're team five. And then he pulls out this plastic bag of little note cards and hands us our team's card. He looks for team five, hands us team five. And we read it and we have to take a certain shot and then we have to go to a next bar. And then once that no card leads us to the next bar, another bartender is expecting us and we're running in, taking another shot. And I think actually this is when I threw up like right early on because we had to take a shot of Rumplemints and I overdid Rumplemints my junior year. Like Hunter and I, every bar we would walk into, and I'm not kidding about this, every bar we would walk into, we'd order two shots of Rumplemints and two drinks right away. Without fail, we did that every night of every weekend for an entire semester. So I just really can't have Rumplemints anymore. And also it's like 90 proof or 100 proof. It's strong as hell. And when you're running in and dripping sweat and then I took it and I was just like, nope. And I ran out of the garbage, just threw it all up right away. I just... I was like, I cannot do this. So then you kind of get the drill. We're going back and forth to all these different bars. We're sprinting up a hill. We're getting iced at the top of the hill, going to the next bar. So moral of this story is after our last bar, we ran home and our group is sprinting. We have just been sprinting the whole time. We are getting all of our calories out. We're sweating out this alcohol. We're feeling great. We're like, we are going to be the first team. We fucking got this. Here we go. And when we get there, there's two other groups there. One that was already done. And then another group, which hadn't been finished yet. And in order to finish this race, you had to drink this concoction in a cup. So for anyone who's played drinking games, it's like the boom cup. So we have to chug this boom cup before we're done. So one of the groups who was already there was done. And the other one was struggling with chugging their drink because we've been running and drinking and sprinting for an hour. The last thing we want to do is drink Something that has Coors Light and Lemon Drop and Rumplemints and Fireball all mixed together. Okay, we're not wanting to do this. So one of my group members is just like, fuck it. I'm already dead. He just chugs the whole thing. This is a full red solo cup of random concocted alcohol. And he just chugs the whole thing. And we're like, oh my God. So we ended up taking second. We beat out the other group who was there drinking their boom cup. And you know what? First is the worst. Second is the best. Anyways, go team five, team five or die. But that was the amazing race. Chaotic. I know, but it is so fun. And it's always just fun to have those little competitions and everyone's just so competitive and sprinting around the city. And imagine being just a local or someone, you know, walking around trying to go get somewhere to eat. And you're just seeing 25 kids at random times just sprinting down and running into bars and being like, team three, we're team three, we're team two, we're team two. It's just, it is so chaotic. But so many people loved it as we were running past. So many people were like, oh, you got this and cheering us on. It was, it was hilarious. So this was all on Saturday and then Sunday I pretty much packed up all of my stuff out of my college house and moved a lot of it home. I still have some furniture there because my roommates will be there so I want to be back and forth some weekends but I'll be basically living at home. So I moved out most of my stuff, came home and then that night me and some of my friends from home and a ton of people from home and surrounding areas went to this 
town. It's this cute little lake town. It's about 25 minutes away from my house. And they have this tiki bar on the lake. And it's just such a cute little small town. So there was a ton of us there. And it was Memorial Day weekend. So Sunday night, everyone has off Monday. So everyone is just going after it. My aunts and uncles were there, just a lot of people. And it was a lot of fun, um, to say the least. It was actually such a random night because it's one of those nights where you're like, I know I had fun, but what did I do? I have no idea. And my friend, actually Taylor and I, Taylor has been on this podcast before. We went to a couple bars and then we met up with our aunts and uncles. Taylor and I share a lot of the same family members. And then we were walking around the hotel trying to find our room because we had gotten a room. Our aunt had booked us a room there at this hotel because she is basically the mayor of this town because she's there so much. So she just got us a random room and we're walking around this hotel and it is massive and also so long. It seriously looks like one very long villa. And we could not find this room. And granted, we were very intoxicated and not in the state of mind to be walking around the hotel looking for this room. But we get down to the basement level and we're like, okay, we can't find it. And then we found the arcade and we're like, oh my gosh, it's the arcade. And it's 3.30 a.m. and the arcade's open. We're like, we are so going in. And it had one of those virtual reality simulators. So imagine that when you're, you know, pretty drunk and you're putting that on. We had so much fun, but got so freaking dizzy. And then we left and the pool was right there. And then there was the workout room. So we walk past and Taylor's like, oh my God, let's see if the workout room's open. I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. 3.45 in the morning. What else would we do? So we get in the workout room and then I think we just sat down And all of a sudden we wake up and it's 530 and we fell asleep on the workout room floor in this hotel. Like imagine the early bird workout people who are up and at them just wanting to go get their workout done and they come in the workout room and see two girls passed out on the ground in their clothes from the night before. We woke up and we're like, How did we fall asleep here? The ground is rock solid. We weren't even sleeping on the bench that has an incline or any of the chairs in there. Nope, we were just right on the ground. So that happened. So we got basically two good hours of sleep because then it took us an extra 30 minutes to really find the hotel room. And once we did, it was about six o'clock. So then we just went to bed, woke up about an hour and a half later, two hours later. And then, yeah, I was hungover all day Memorial Day. Moral of all this is, if you couldn't tell, I have still not gotten into routine, but now we are here, okay? It is Tuesday. It is summertime. It is still May. I am ready to have a great summer, but also a routine, and I am happy, as sad as I am to be done with college. You guys know how sad I am, how hard that's been on me. It is nice because for the last semester, we have just prioritized living it up and not thinking twice, doing what we want to do, and just making the most of every moment. And it is nice just to chill out. I am a pretty spontaneous person, but for the most part, I need a routine just to keep my balance. I'm someone who really prioritizes eating healthy, working out, and kind of having a balance to do so. You know, I love to read my books. I love to sit outside. I'm not go, go, go all the time. So to finally have time to do those things with full effort that I want to is just super nice. So 
that's what we're going to talk about today. I feel like everyone romanticizes summer and I am one of those people. But also I understand that it is so overwhelming for a lot of people because even when I was in high school, you know, it's summer. You want to live it up. You want to have that coming of age movie summertime, but you can't because you're working or if you're like me in high school, you had sports every minute of every day. I swear we woke up and had open gym and then we had like this strength and conditioning camp and then we'd have a league that night. And then if you work, you work, you have to wake up, do all that. And it was just chaotic. So everyone romanticizes summer, but it can be overwhelming to be like, okay, I have all this time, but what do I do with it? I want it to be great, but what do I do with it? So that's what we're going to talk about today. There is just something so special about summer in of itself because it feels like its own era. And I know you could probably argue that for every season, but something about summer and it being nice out and it being a little bit more of acceptable to do what you want and you have a little bit more leisure time, there's a lot of vacations going on, you're planning different stuff. It's just so fun. And for me, it kind of feels like a new chapter to start over. You kind of can implement these new routines. You have new structures. So it's just, it's super fun. So here we are. This is the beginning of our summer era. Everyone who's listening, this is the start of it. Maybe it's your hot girl summer. And for those of you who don't know, like I said, this generation literally romanticizes everything. So this is a hot girl summer. It's a summer for the plot. These are all new terms to really just emphasize making the most of your summer. So this is like a little bit off topic and maybe it's not, maybe it is whatever. But if you don't have a summer playlist, you need to make one. That's first and foremost for your summer. I've always been a playlist bitch and I am a lot of times on aux, but it's not even for that. It's for you. It's for when you're driving alone in your car or just going for a run or outside tanning or working out and you have a playlist that defines what summer feels like to you. That's like super minimal, but it's one of those tangible things that really makes summer feel like its own. It might just be me, but having a new sense of a playlist is such a form of self-care. And for some reason, it sort of defines a new time or a season because you look back when you're out of this era or this season that you're in and these songs remind you of it. And it's great. And music is literally the greatest gift of all time and can change your mood and completely redirect your brain and your outlook. So why not control that if you're able to? I have always had a summer playlist And I kind of update it each year, but songs like pretty much any country song ever, if you don't have country on your playlist, I'm telling you, add it right now. I don't care how you feel about country music, okay? If you're one of those, I like every genre but country, or maybe you're one of those, I only listen to country in the summertime, well, now is your chance. You need to add country to your playlist. I promise you, if you hate it, just give it a chance. It really is the song of the summer. There is no better genre for summertime than country. Just a little Kenny Chesney, a little Eric Church, Morgan Wallen, you know, Brett Eldridge, whatever kind of country you want to listen to, add it. That's your homework from me, okay? And then, you know, I always have the songs like Jack Johnson or some oldies, you know, a little You Are the Best Thing or some Beach Boys on there. Or maybe you listen to a little Tame Impala, Vance Joy, Coin. If you don't listen to Coin, Listen to them right now. Roll down your windows. Coin is a great voice for the summer. Great mainstream, but Beach Day Live and even Surfaces. If anyone knows the band Surfaces, they became popular in 
Oh my gosh, I don't even know. I feel like they really blew up during COVID because all of their sounds were on TikTok. But these are just all examples for good songs to add to it. I'm like scrolling through my playlist right now looking at this because I just, I'm all about playlists. Okay, guys, it's so fun. Oh, Brazil by Declan McKenna. That song is kind of resurfacing because of TikTok, but I love that song. Guys, this episode is actually just an excuse for me to talk about my music. Okay, sorry. But moral of this story, make a summer playlist and add fucking country to it. Next up on your to-do list for summertime that I'm giving you is this is another super minor and maybe more tangible thing to do, but buy yourself a new little summer accessory. Maybe it's a new swimsuit or sunglasses or a new fucking water bottle to have your mixies in on the boat. I have been re-wearing and reusing so many things for so many years and I seriously never throw away suits because they always come back in style. But having something new to just get excited about to wear for your boat days or if you're on vacation, it's just a fun little girly thing to do, okay? I love it. I love all that stuff. And next up, I kind of talked about this earlier, romanticizing shit, okay? This generation, we're a lot of fucking things, but we're good at making the most and really emphasizing the little stuff. Even walking isn't just walking anymore for us females. The term hot girl walk was seriously not a thing five years ago. But here we are saying, oh, you're going for a walk? No, you're going for a hot girl walk. Like it's very stupid (laughs) and super cringy, but it's along the lines that we are just really romanticizing everything that we can. Also, I will say this about romanticizing your summer. I feel like a lot of people are just posting all the time on social media during their summer. And that's great. That's I love that people are just putting together these cute little videos, taking these cute artsy handed photos, and it's all happy and great. But a lot of times we look at those photos and are like, oh my gosh, I'm not living my summer well enough. They're doing it so much better than me. I'm missing out. I should be doing this. I should be doing this. And then it creates this stress. And we're like, oh my gosh, their life is so much better. They live on this ocean. She's from this beach town. They're on this lake every day partying with their friends. And I will say, first and foremost, this is something everyone knows, it's never as fun or as good as it seems. Just because people are posting all the time doesn't mean it is exactly how it looks. So just rest assured there, that is the truest thing about social media. But another thing is that oftentimes you can just romanticize the little things about your life. You don't need this super fancy charcuterie board on this beach with your friends and they're all wearing cute dresses for you to have a good summer. You could be sitting in your backyard, our college house, we have dirt as our backyard. You could just sit back there, pull up a cute little lawn chair. You know what? Maybe make yourself a nice little margarita or a fancy drink or cut up some fruit, cut up some meat, have a little plate, play your music, put on some sunglasses and tan right there. You can romanticize any situation that you're in. It is not going to be perfect and it does not have to be perfect. And that is The biggest kind of misconception about summer is you're like, summer, I need to be on the lake. I need to be on the beach. Otherwise, I'm not living it right. And that's not true. You can make the most of absolutely wherever you are, wherever you live, whether you're in a city, whether you're in a small town, whether you're far away in the mountains, you can make the most of any little 
bits of your summer. And that is the beauty of summer because there's just something different in the air. And you're like, Katie, bitch, it's heat. Heat is what is different in the air. Okay, it's winter fucking nine months of the year where I'm from. But there is something different in the summertime and you want to live it up. No one wants to live a boring ass summer. You just don't. So that's why I'm recommending to all of you to just, I don't want to say, say yes this summer, but say yes to yourself. Oh my God, that sounds so cringy. But implement little habits, okay? Maybe create a little challenge that you want to do. So my neighbor, one of my closest friends, my girl, I've known her forever, Anna Mothy, shout out. We were together last night. We went for a little boat ride. We had some food on the boat while the sun was setting. And we were talking about this for a while because me and her are both very similarly minded people in terms of, you know what, make the most of these days. This is your summer. Make it your dream summer. And we were talking about this last night and we were both saying how having a summer or a hot girl summer or whatever it is, is kind of along the lines of having these habits that make you feel good, that you can just make sure your priorities are set and you are just really making time for things that make you feel good and are things you want to do. So she's fucking crazy. And she's like, I want to walk 10 miles a day for 10 days. She's like, I have nothing else to do. I don't start work for 10 days. And Besides reading and, you know, laying out, tanning, drinking enough water, hanging out with my family, whatever. I want to do something else just for self-care. So she's like, for 10 days straight, I'm going to walk 10 miles. I'm like, okay, yeah, girl, do your thing. (laughs) She's like, I don't even love working out. I don't run. But you know what? I'm going to walk 10 miles. I'm like, hell yeah, go you. And that's kind of the same energy that... A lot of people love about summer is, you know what, this summer I'm going to get in shape and this summer I'm going to eat healthy and this summer I'm going to do this. And I know that goes along the same lines as New Year's resolutions when people just back out after three weeks and so be it. If you don't want to keep up with your routine, don't. But the beauty of summer is having hope and implementing these new little challenges that make you feel better. So if there's something that you want to do, maybe you want to eat healthier or you want to drink more greens each day or you want to drink a gallon of water each day, summer's just a good all-around time for that self-care. And it is a new chapter. No matter what people say is a new chapter, at least for me too, you know, I'm done with school. I'm not starting my job for a couple more months. So I really just have this summer to one, focus on this podcast, love you all, but implement these different challenges and these different routines. So one of the things that I'm doing this summer is it's kind of trending on TikTok and I don't even want to say that because it kind of takes away of what I'm doing. It's called 75 medium and the whole point of that is that you do a certain amount of things for 75 days and it originated from the 75 hard challenge which you can look that up. That's more strict than I want it to be, but I kind of took the basis of those and created my own. So each day I drank 80 ounces of water, which if anyone has a Stanley cup, I know that sounds basic too. Maybe this whole episode is just fucking basic, whatever. But if you have a Stanley cup, it's two of those. So 80 ounces a day. And then I read 10 pages a day. So I love to read. I have just been getting into some really good books. Also, side note, If anyone hasn't read the book, The Silent Patient, you need to read it. 
So a couple of my roommates have read it. A couple of my abroad friends have read it. Even my dad has read it. And one of my roommates recommended it to me. She's like, my grandma read it. You need to. It's a crazy ending. And it is a little slow in the beginning, but the ending is insane. And as it gets to the finish of it, you're like, what is going on? And it's picking up and you just cannot get a grip on how this book is going to conclude. And the best part about books is one, getting hooked in them and getting excited to read it. But when you're done and you're just like, what the hell just happened? I think when I read this book, it's a little bit of a psychological thriller. It's about this girl who killed her husband and she hasn't spoke since and now she's in this insane asylum and everyone's trying to figure out why. That's the basis of the book. I'm not giving anything away. It's just nuts, you guys. So The Silent Patient, if you're looking for a good book this summer, that's it for you, okay? And now I'm reading Meant to Be. It's a little romance book. My roommate loves it and she recommended it. So get a book that you love to read this summer, okay? So yeah, I read 10 pages a day, drink 80 gallons. Oh my God. (laughs) I drink 80 gallons of water each day, okay? I'm a fucking ocean inside of me. No, I drink 80 ounces of water, read 10 pages, and then I do one 45-minute workout each day, no matter what it is. I've been super into Pilates, so I'll probably lift, I'll walk on the treadmill, and then I'll do Pilates. And then I walk for at least one mile outside each day. So that's kind of my whole... 75 day medium. I wouldn't even call that. It's just my little summer challenge for myself. Those four things. And I've also been really trying my best to wake up early. I like to paddleboard each morning. So I'm just trying my best to be up before 830 each day. And I know for a lot of you listening, you're like, dude, 830 is so late. You know, you people who wake up at 7 a.m., that's good for you. I'm trying to get to that point. But when you're coming off of a college lifestyle and you're used to being hungover every freaking day, it's a little difficult. So we're getting there, okay? This is already early for me. I woke up this morning at 8 o'clock and I'm fucking thriving. And mind you, I can't really have caffeine. I Something about it doesn't agree with me. I think I'm the only college bitch ever to have not been addicted to coffee. And that's good and bad. But when I wake up and I'm tired, it almost feels like I'm just kind of screwed. You know, it's like, oh, well, you're tired. You can't have coffee. Fuck you. So I'm drinking more Celsius's and bubblers just to help wake me up a little bit you know they don't have too much of that coffee caffeine in it or maybe they do and I'm making this up I don't know but we're trying something new there so more of all that have a little routine look into a little self-care stuff I'm also getting really into hair care I am doing more hair masks and more hair oils and different stuff like that and that's super niche but it's just one of those things. Summer just like gives you some sort of a clean slate to start looking into these new opportunities. And the last thing I want to say as a guide for all of you who are looking for that hot girl summer, that summer for the plot, okay? Before you begin your summer, this is a great time to do it. We're still in the beginning of summer. Maybe make a list of all the things you want to do. And I'm not talking about those summer bucket lists that everyone made when they were in like sixth grade. Those are great. We love those. But make just a minor list of the things you actually want to do this summer. Maybe there's a place you really wanted to visit or something you really want to do with a friend or something you just really wanted to try for the first time. Make a list of those things and make them a priority. Because as much as summer seems like it's going to be a long time at the beginning of it, it goes by so quickly. Every single summer goes by quickly. So have a little plan of the things that you actually want to do 
and then plan them out. And then off of that, be spontaneous. So you have the things you want to do. You have the things you're prioritizing. But if people are asking you to do something, you know, this random guy's asking you on a date or your random friend is asking you to do something that you've never done before or maybe it's something you've never heard of but you just want to go along for the ride, say yes. Because it's summer and it's fun and that should be your excuse well enough, okay? I'm giving you the okay even if you're nervous, even if it feels out of your comfort zone. It's summer. Have one for the plot. Worst comes to worst, it's a weird story, and it's just another thing you get to talk about and look back on and laugh someday. So be a little spontaneous, but the things you want to do, make sure you have them planned out in advance. Just really have a moment with yourself and think, what do you want to do this summer before it gets by and passes you? All right, that is what we have for today. It's the beginning of summer. We're trying to get everyone motivated here. Now for the hot take section. So I don't think I've ever done this before, but I am actually going to rebuttal my hot take of last episode. So for those of you that either didn't listen or don't remember, I talked about how having a bad dream is often better than having a good dream. Like a nightmare is better than having a great dream because when you have a good dream, you wake up and you're like, fuck. I wish that happened. I wish that boy actually liked me in real life. I wish I won the lottery like I did in my dream or I got this job that I wanted to. But when you have a nightmare, you wake up and you're like, oh my God, thank God that isn't true. Thank God this is my life. And you're automatically just enjoying the life that you have more. I think I'm going to rebuttal that because I don't know if I manifested this or if this is just God's humor and some sort of irony. I don't know, but I have been having terrible dreams lately, like to the point where I can't even wake up from them. I feel like I'm just trapped in my own dreams. And you know, when you know you're asleep and you know while you're dreaming, like, okay, this isn't real. Maybe that's just me. I'm probably just psycho. I don't even know. But I have been having dreams that have been completely infiltrating my life. Like I wake up and I'm still scared or I'm still angry or I'm nervous and it almost affects me longer into my day life than it should. So I'm taking that back because I just don't think nightmares are good no matter what. They really freak me out and they affect you into the day, okay? And no matter how good a dream is, it sucks when you wake up for the first like five minutes, but then you're like, okay, fuck it. That was a dream. Okay, whatever. So I'm rebuttaling that. Anyways, my hot take for today is that I like going to the dentist. I don't know what it is. I've always really liked it. Besides the fact when I went to the orthodontist for my braces, I did not love that. And I had my braces for three fucking years. So maybe it was just that I got more comfortable with the dentist. But something about it, you know, you get your teeth cleaned and it kind of feels good. And you just feel like you're refreshed a little bit. And I know that's a hot take because all my cavity homies out there, you're probably like, fuck you, Katie. You try getting a cavity and then tell me that you like the dentist. Okay, fair enough. You win. But I'm just saying I do enjoy going to the dentist. So there's my hot take. That's probably a really hot take. I don't really think anyone's going to agree with that one. But that is all we have for this week's episode. It is summer, people. Go get it. Go make your playlist. Go buy yourself a new little swimsuit, a new little water bottle. 
Plan out your summer, have these new challenges, being spontaneous, figure out what you want your summer to be and go and make it happen. And if you haven't, go follow the Scent With Emphasis Instagram. That's where I do all my updates, my posts, and keep you all updated with my life and the life of the podcast. So go follow it right now if you have not. And as always, people, remember to own who you are, mean what you say, and whatever you do, do it with emphasis, baby. I will see you next Tuesday.